good evening, everyone. Sorry for the delay. I um, Today I decided that uh, even though I'm being charged for it, why not? I'm going to stream on Rumble because mm, there's a lot of people that want to watch my show. CNN just, um, oops, I let that cat out of the bag. Let's just say I'm having a little bit of trouble with one of my YouTube channels. <laughs> and Facebook put me in jail for um, talking about fags. So I, I know uh, Twitch is the best platform for interactivity. So everybody knows that. That's where we have the most fun, especially when we start our little raids again. And in the evening, it's going to be quite interesting. So we're going to be starting that stuff. Manana. Well, not manana. Damn. <laughs> Next week. So where should we start today? Aside from the fact that uh, I believe, I no, not I believe, I know, and all of you can see it now. They really think you're stupid. I mean, there's no other explanation for the type of behavior we're seeing from the media, from personalities that self-proclaim themselves as uh, sources of news. There is actually no excuse. But again, I'm going to be here to say, well, you gave them that power. Once you give them the power of being your voice or being your source of information, you lose. That's a problem. You lose. You have them, unfortunately, put up there. They think this is a game. This is what pisses me off. I see so many of you sending me messages all the time. Look at them thumping each other, even on Rumble, right? I'm on it. I just I just paid them $100 so that way I can stream so people can watch. But remember, when I tested Rumble out, I was watching how they were making these stupid little, oh, look who's, you know, most Rumbles and everything. And I was paying attention because nobody was really on there. And I had way more rumbles and others, but it was only friends of a friends of a friends that were up there. It feels like I'm in high school, you know, and, and, and it's so atrocious to watch. So atrocious to watch, just watching them play around. Like we're the cool gang, dude, this is our country. America will never look the same after what they did. The United States is never going to look the same. There is no normal. It will never look the same. After President Trump got in office, and let's be clear, we elected him to drain the freaking swamp. You think that was just a, mm, the swamp isn't just about the left. They freaking tell you who they are. They're so brazen about it. They really don't give any fucks. They're just like, yep, we're the swamp. Deal with it. We're going to do what we want. End of story. That's the way it is. But the swamp that needed to be drained was the one that pretends to be pro-America. Let's take a look at this. We are all supposedly, those that love the country, pro-First Amendment, pro Second Amendment, right? And all the other amendments too. But those are the key points. When you see the people who claim 
to not want censorship, to not want to silence the truth, to want to give you information, and they censor, they are definitely not on your team. That's the swamp. You just don't see it. You don't, th you don't think it's weird how these random people came out of freaking nowhere in 2018 being experts on politics, sitting there, oh, look, this is my wife. Say hi. Oh, let me, let me do a thread with a hundred things. Let me pull out my digital red string so I can make all of you look retarded. Let me introduce you to my nine-foot alien wife. Oh, no. Pay attention to me. And yes, you did. I called it Operation Gridlock for a reason. So back a couple years ago in 2018, when I said this is Operation Gridlock, everyone was sitting there and, hey, there's at least 90% of you right now that got high off of the fact that you had a lot of followers. It's, it's, it's a drug. Feeling important is a drug. Feeling so, you know, followed and admired and getting these followers, you know, yeah, it, it, it made everyone feel important. And that's not to say that you're not, but it gave you this false idea of what it means to be a patriot. A patriot isn't freaking doing memes and videos in the basement of your house. Okay. I mean, those are good and they're fun, right? Let's get that retweeting or putting out, follow the Trump train. Oh my gosh, join the train. And it's like, I was looking at that and I was like, oh my gosh, everyone is completely retarded and I can't help them because they can't see. So the best thing that happened was Twitter dying. It was the best thing. And in 2019, um, I started moving uh, you know, the mainstream platforms to many of them because I knew that it it had to go. And in a, in a crazy sense, we got to thank Jack Dorsey for that. We got to thank the lefties for doing that because that helped us. See, what they wanted to do to hurt us actually helped us, okay? This is what they did. What they did to silence us, to put us in our place, to tell us to shut up, and that we are not people anymore and we are not allowed to speak actually helped us. It helped us see what all the trash is. It helped us understand just how disgusting the whole thing was. They made you look crazy. They were pulling out digital red string, making you look dumb, telling you you're too stupid to read English. Let me tell you what it says. If you take this, turn it upside down, do the dosi -si do set it on fire and look at it through a mirror while you're standing on one leg, it says this. That's how, how dumb people look. And they continue it thinking they can save that movement because they believe it's real. But here's the thing. The enemy already knew the shadow of every person, the wanting to be heard because they saw that that was the weakness they had. President Trump gave the world hope that they are being heard, that every forgotten man and woman, as he said during the inauguration, has is not forgotten, and they have a voice, so they pounced on it. 
What have we been talking about the shadow net? This is software, guys. This is artificial intelligence. It's not freaking rocket science. It's simple. Shadowgate pretty much laid it out. So what they did was, I'm, I'm explaining to you how their strategy hit them back into the face. And this is why we're stronger now than we ever were. Than we ever were. So what happened was they're like, holy crap. Look at all these people coming out there, being brazen, doing this. So the left is like, shut them up. And they paid tons of money to shut you up. They pulled as many cards. They had direct emails saying, you need to censor that person. You need to put the label that they're not a talk. They're not allowed to talk about that. They can't say that. Right. But then at the same time, another deep state, here's the other psyop. Dude, let's just make bots and make them look super important. Let's make other people feel super important. Let's get everyone to feel super important like they have something to say. Let's move it, let's move it, let's move it, let's do it. So they pumped up every stupid idiot out there that was pumping stupid shit. Some of it was good, most of it was stupid. And they were talking, talking, thumping, thumping. And guess what? They were only thumping their friends. It was like the biggest circle jerk on the planet. And the only thing they could do was like standing in front of a keyboard. This is how I envisioned it, making it sticky as fuck. And all they could say is General Flynn. And it's like, yeah, okay. Why are you just saying that? That you sound dumb. It's like that, you know, fag clip, the one where he's like, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. They sounded dumb. They would say one thing and all they would do is circle joke each other. I mean, there's a video in my Telegram channel that someone skimmed through Gab the free speech platform. And it's the same fucking people over and over again at the beginning of the feed. That's it. That's it. So I'm explaining to you the operations that they deployed on you so you can pay attention. This is how it boomeranged back in their face, clear as day. As the liberals came out to silence you, they concurrently deployed another operation against you to inflate your heads and your egos. And they inflated the heads and egos of some dude that was making, what's his name? Jordan Sather, making fucking smoothies, suddenly being an alien expert. And now he's an expert on Q. And he, as he says, advises people like general, like, are you crazy? Like, who says this? Who says this? Like out loud. It's like Ali Akbar saying the president of the United States is listening to me. No, you fucking jihadi. He's not. Takia. No. Or praying medic. I have a Bible. You know, when he was called out for censoring people and getting them banned off of Telegram, right? Because he's got 95,000 bots following him. He does not have a real following, right? He said, thanks for playing. They think this is a fucking game. So again, the operations deployed against the people were multiple. And they hacked your shadow while they were doing what they wanted to do. But here's how it boomerangs. Whatever weapon you yield against good, whatever weapon you yield against those that are righteous, oh boy, does it come back and destroy your fucking ass. Because, you know, other people call it karma. <laughs> I'd like to say it's science. <laughs> I mean, basic laws of, you know, whatever physics they teach these days, none of it's really real. I mean, you guys heard me have that debate with Gavin when I said there's no such thing as Gravitrons, but okay. So as you can see, while they brazenly and unapologetically violated free speech, when they are at a status of a public utility. Now, 
even further than that, um, today I really wanted to have my article for Cuba ready. I couldn't. I mean, you guys know I've moved. I'm literally jumping over boxes. And, and all I did was move across the hallway in, in my apartment. But I, I've been traveling. I haven't had, I have had zero time to actually do self things. So <laughs> I got sidetracked a bit with like life. Um, but I'll have it out because whatever they're telling you about Cuba, I, you know what? I want to let that cycle right out so you can be filled with all the semi-truths and wannabe truths before you get the actual factual, 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 why it's happening. Because we knew it was going to happen. We just needed that bitch to hatch when we needed it to hatch. And that happened at the right time. And all that Haiti stuff went down, right? It ties in. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. And I'll have the article too, so that way you guys have a reference. So going back to this boomerang. <laughs> so they silenced you. They put notes on your things telling you what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say. They started silencing you like crazy, putting you in jail, banning your accounts, banning your devices, not just your account, your device. So every time you sign up for service, it records your device. So if you get banned from Twitter and then you open up another account, even if it's another phone number and another email and it's the same device, you'll get banned. So they banned you. The left, unapologetically. The libtards, unapologetically. This fake green new tree hugging. It's all bullshit. People totally silenced you. Boom. But at the same time, you had the military industrial complex thumping egos of losers, actual freaking losers that made a shit ton of money, burnt through it because they thought it was a gravy train, right? And now they're left with nothing and they're pissed. And that's because they offered nothing. You never had those following. You never had a quarter million people following you. No, you didn't. Ow. It was all fake. It was done by AI. Patrick Berge has explained how it works because he fucking created that software. So we've been telling you it's all fake. That was part of Operation Gridlock. Because the majority of you would have 10,000 followers, let's say, and you would follow another 10,000. How the fuck are you going to read 10,000 tweets in one day? If every single person that you're following sent one tweet, you're going to read all 10,000? No. But guess what? The algorithm will show you what they want you to see, which is the bullshit you saw from those accounts that supposedly had clout. They had zero clout. Where are they now? They're still sitting on social media platforms thinking they're important. They're absolutely irrelevant, right? The people are important, right? Our country is important. Your stupid book sales and t-shirt sales are not important. Your posters are not important. Your fucking events where you sit there and circle jerk with other people, totally not important. What's important now and what we've been doing together for over a year now is educating ourselves, arming ourselves with knowledge, and replacing the fuckers that think that they're that important, that they're going to be in positions of power to tell us what to do. That's basically it. It hit them so hard in the face because now they have nothing. Who are they? Nothing. Nothing. All they have is like these oohs and ahs and thumping each other. People are still high off that drug on Twitter. It's the most insane thing I've, I've seen. It's like we're in high school. We have Hunter Biden's laptop riddled with actual depicting espionage, like spells it the fuck out. And none of them want to report it. None of them want to show their people the email. Why? Why aren't they sharing that information? 
Why aren't they sharing the information that Sean Penn's bodyguard was arrested and even admitted to being part of the plot to arrest the president of Haiti? Huh. But not kill him, of course. And how his other buddy, Vincent from New York, the other, uh, you know, Haitian American, <laughs> again, linked to who? Obama, Biden, and Sean Penn, and the Clintons, which I showed you from the article that I posted about fags, that what? That they all work for the Clintons. They are existing assets. Hunter Biden tried to do business in Haiti, and the Clintons said, no, thank you, fuck you. So he was like, all right, maybe I'll go with Sean Penn's group, which is Obama's group. And nobody reported that. They're too busy telling you about their book or this freaking event. Why would I want to pay thousands of dollars to go see people talk when I could see it from the comfort of my own? Well, let me guess. Just shake the hands of somebody. Let me guess. To take a picture, put it on Telegram, Quivortum, whatever other freaking social media platform they tell you to go to, right? And tell people how important I am. Jesus. This is where we're at. We have a country to look after. This country is definitely not going to look the same. What's going to happen within the next 18 months will reshape our actual geography. It will reshape our nation in a way that you never thought was going to happen, that you never imagined was going to happen. And every single one of those pandering motherfuckers are to blame because instead of arming people with knowledge, instead of giving them factual information, they were more about their oohs and ahs than action. That's basically it. They made you look crazy. I mean, look, CNN's like, the QAnon people are focusing on the elections. That's the problem. Why are they even thumping that? Oh, because that's what they were told. See, they're still holding on to the thing. Well, maybe if we can get everyone united. You know, on January 5th, I think you guys heard my conversation with um, Bergie. On January 5th, we had really legit up there people. Hey, Tori, maybe we should play nice with these people, you know? Millie was like, Tori, stop being so mean. We should play nice. We should all join forces. We're going to the Capitol tomorrow. I was like, fuck that. These people are going to torch the freaking Capitol. They're going to sh mess shit up. All the Akbar is running the damn fucking color revolution. I wrote that book. I, that's my playbook. I can see it now. They infiltrated the woman, women for America first movement. God, I'm going to explain to you again because there's so many people sharing stuff like, Patrick Byrne was upset that he and General Flynn were going to talk on the day the president was and it didn't happen. I'll tell you why it didn't happen. And I'll say it again to make it clear. I'll make it, uh, uh, I'll say it again. On January 5th, the Women for America First had an event in D.C. There was a woman named Cindy Chafin. She was booking all their events nationwide. In every state they would go to talk about elections, talk about election integrity and to vote, Right. This woman, Sydney, Cindy, Cindy, Cindy Chafin, would be filing all the permits for their events, right? So let's say she's working with them for like six months doing the same thing. Obviously, that's her job. So she was the one that filed for the permits in D.C. But here's the thing. The one in D.C. that was supposed to be for Women for America First wasn't. It was for herself, for some new coalition she created herself that suddenly had a shit ton of money. Bob Mercer, right? Fun Jewel, right? Cock, right? All of them. 
So all this money came in and suddenly the speakers they had, the pastors, Mike Lindell, all these people were pushed to the side and Akbar, Alex Jones, Roger Stone, and all these random people that were inciting things. You need to watch the I was there, physically there. They took over. And money was owed. Alex Jones, I even have it on video, complaining that Ali Akbar owes him money because he was paid to be there. By who? So at that time, they had Ali Akbar, a legit jihadi, a subvertive operative, right? Within the gay circles of the GOP, the twisted ones, you know, because he was Karl Rove's bitch at some time before I made a mine. He was Karl Rove's bitch. Well, actually, not really. I think he made Carl his because he videotaped it and then blackmailed him with that sex tape. But so anyway, uh, to continue, he introduced people like General Flynn and Patrick Byrne. So this all went down. You think the White House didn't know what happened? Huh? Are you kidding? That's why things went on lockdown and they changed. That's why everything shifted. This is why at the next event at the Capitol, Ali Akbar had no fucking seat. I had a seat with my name on it. He had nothing because he had hijacked the previous event. But they weaseled their way in there with the entourage of, what was it, uh, Armenian gangsters. Took a couple pictures. He was really, really upset he had no seat. But he weaseled his way in there. Loud, nasty, threatening people. Do you know who I am? I mean, I even heard Matt Couch say that to the guy, and I was just like, what the? What is going on with people these days? Who do they think they are? So that's what happened. That's why people didn't go up to speak. That's why there was a delay with President Trump speaking, because they realized that they were trying to get President Trump to go to the Capitol so they can blame him for what they were planning. And guess what? I'm so glad I had a hand in that bitch to make sure that he was aware. I said it on the 5th and I was freaking right. I said it in November and I was freaking right. Why? Because these people have the biggest freaking egos on the planet. They really think they're important. They're not. Our country's important. What's important is our right to say what we want. Now, there's a lot of speech I see where it's like you want to virtually go slap the person putting it on there. Seriously. You're just like, oh my gosh, how are you a functioning adult? How are you even typing this? You're probably the person that watches the stewardess explain how to put on your damn seatbelt on an airplane. But it's free speech. So I should never want to silence them. You know, I want them to shut up. There's so much speech that I can't stand that I see that I just wish I can make go away. But you know what? I've been saying it from day one. Free speech is messy, it's angry, it's disgusting, but it's also freaking beautiful because it's free. So again, while all of you reach out to me through emails, through texts, through DMs, who's silencing you? It's a freaking conservative block that's silencing you. Charlie Kirk has actually banned alternative media channels uh, saying that, you know, for optics, they can't have them at the event. I kid you not. They said that, that there's only an approved list of media that they would allow, which is their friends. Now, this wasn't said to me, right? I don't pander to events. The only one that I would apply for media creds is the President Trump, and I would get my White House creds whenever I would ask for them. 
So again, these organizations, these people that create these events, who are they? They're working against you. It reminds me of high school. The fact that they're sitting there pandering to those that are aching for some sort of normancy, for some sort of answer to all this madness, to make sense of what's going on. Will there be a tomorrow? Will there be, will I have the ability to go buy food? Can I work? Will these people vote out my right to say what I want, to choose my own health care, to buy the home wherever I want to? And I'm going to answer you straight out. They already have legislation in the works to determine where you can spend digital currency. There's housing and affordable uh, housing digital currency. There's food credits. Disposable credits only come to people that are worthy. You think I'm joking? You watch that shit happen. Now, everybody can stop this by removing the people at their local level because it stops there. The buck stops there. This is how beautiful our nation is because it decentralized power. And what we're seeing is that they are trying to centralize power. This is the problem. So this is why I've always pushed, hey, why don't you just get out there? Just run. Nobody cares. You could be the toothless guy on the corner, right? That that sells hot dogs. You can, you can be a, a baker. You can be a temp. You can be a single mom, you know, that lives off of welfare. Nobody cares. You just need to be the people's voice and stand with them and make sure that they are safe that their communities are safe, that your kids aren't being told what to think or what to say, that we don't need handlers guiding us and telling us how we must think, right? This is what we need. This is exactly what we need. We just need truth, truth, not if there's truth. I wanted to share with you guys, hold on if I can get it up. Um, it was something so crazy that I saw that I had to comment. Now, obviously, for some reason, there's like drama behind this. It's like, I really don't give a shit about the drama. But um, <clears throat> hold on, let me log in and see it. I'll pull it up on my Gab account because it was just like, when I saw that, I was like, ew, grifting much? It was like so bad. I was like, I need to talk about it. And the thing is, people would be like, why are you doing this? And it's like, because people need to see this shit. This stuff is real. And this is this is what they think is, you know, being a patriot, okay? Because they have drama. And you know, all the truth comes out at some point. Okay, so this is my Gab account. Give me a second. Um, so let's go to my profile. Oh, I did tell I made it my bitch because I totally did. All right, so... There we go. Here we go. So I'm going to read this email. This came from Ty Clevenger, and I have no idea why Bill Binney is actually in this email. It's so weird. It was sent to this guy who obviously created this software, this platform called Project Apreo, right? So this platform, guys, the code is so freaking sexy. I saw some of the code. 
um, in order to put tags on things and in order to be able to withdraw information from documents. It looks really, really good. This person must have spent endless hours getting this together. But anyway, here's what the email says. Pay attention. This is coming from Ty Clevenger, who supposedly represents Matt Couch, which, by the way, I think I told you the day that I arrived to D.C., Federique, you know, Tario, the Fed, was arrested <laughs> right next to me while I was having a cigarette. So anyway, by the time I get to the hotel, who pops out of the hotel? It's Matt Couch, all frazzled. Oh, my God. They arrested Tario. I'm calling the lawyer. They probably just stopped him because. And it's like, dude. I just looked at him like, are you freaking serious? <laughs> he doesn't even care about you, okay? First of all, why are you giving him, you think he likes you? You think Ed Batowski cares about you, Ty Clevenger? They're fucking handlers, legal handlers. And I'll demonstrate how. So anyway, uh, to, to, to read this email for those that are listening to me on the radio, wherever you are in the world, it says, Mr. Marlescu, I noticed that Project Apario has been taking credit for obtaining declassified FBI records about Seth Ridge. Your self-promotion campaign appears to be designed to raise money, and it's fraudulent. Cease and desist immediately. I had to make that voice because it sounds so disgusting. That's exactly how he probably sounded. So let me tell you something. He never made claim that he found those documents. Those documents have been declassified through a lawsuit and are available to the public. Okay. So let's make that clear. Right. But look at what they said. Oh, you're making money. Wait. Project Perio played no role whatsoever in getting the records from the FBI. I, I obtained the records from the FBI on behalf of my client, Brian Huddleston, and none of them were classified. I am, however, currently fighting in the court to get some records declassified. We have plenty of kooks and charlatans trying to exploit the murder of Seth Britt, like your fucking client, right, Ty? We don't need any more. If you don't remove the false information from your website, I will publicly expose your fraud. Dude, shut up. Like, this guy has worked his ass off to fucking create this amazing platform where you can read documents and pull shit like no other. Search, search. I'm actually thinking of asking him to create a site for me to put up all, all a hunter shit so people can search, search, yeah? Because that's how good it is. So he's upset that he's making money? No. He's saying, hey, guys, uh, you know, you can feel free. I need your subscription because guess what? It takes a lot of freaking time. Have you ever sat there to write code for something like this? Yeah, it's not freaking easy. So people are paying $10, right? A shit ton of money, isn't it? $10. So that way they can use this software and they're upset because he's making $10 to support his hours of time and freaking making this software like, you know, so he can read it and coding it from time. Are you kidding? Is that where your grifting gets to? He's trying to profit. Those aren't the only documents there. All right. So why? Well, it'll be funny to see because if there's some high school drama again, Oh boy, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun. 
at all. So that was that. So I found that. Then, you know, obviously this page had put up their expenses. Like, no, dude, you don't need to put up your expenses. Nobody gives a shit. You're making something that the public can use. They're paying $10 a month. You can, you, they, thousands of people can pay you. It's your money. You made it. Don't ever feel like you need to sit there and defend yourself. You can tell everyone to go suck it, period. So there's that. Then another thing, perspective. And this isn't boasting, this is perspective. This came from one of my back-end channels. And I realized something. Now I realize why people hate me. Because I never actually thought of this before. And I want to say that I take zero credit for any of this. It's all you, right? It's all you. And I really wish that, you know, when I created my show, it could have been like the people show. So it could have been called the people or something. Um, but I think I tried something smart like that and it was whatever. But get this. The mainstream media and QAnon cultures have an insane number of followers that are visible. Tori says is an OG ghost. I mean, that's true. Has a leading podcast for over three years. Her show is listed most popular news commentary globally on iTunes. Her articles are immortal and relevant today as a reference. That's true. Uh, I did the map. She has 234 Tori says groups on Telegram. Of those 234 groups, she's created two. Her broadcast and Tori says chat plus. Okay, that's actually true too. Um, she's top 0.01 on Twitch streaming. That is true. Um, like I knew that. that. Let's just say I knew that. Uh, has managed to hide on mainstream platforms without being fully terminated. That's true. I've told you about digital camouflage. I told you how you do it. Um, she has the largest underground channels on MIRC. Well, I knew that. She has a massive underground Chinese WeChat channel. I let that cat out of the bag when the last time I had my friend Patrick Byrne on. Um, her show is dubbed in India, Brazil, Venezuela. I didn't know about India and Cameroon. Algeria, Iran, Yemen, Russia, and more. There are more Tori Says references in Europe and Asia than any other US podcaster. There are Tori Says t-shirts, stickers, mugs, songs, raps, websites that are not hers. She didn't do all that. The people did. The people made songs, t-shirts, stickers, website and more because of her message truth she didn't make the site tory said so people can find proofs the people did she supports the president she supports freedom she supports all free speech even though she's though she doesn't like she never asked for a car but the people got her one she lost her job and has been canceled on every single mainstream financial platform she never begged or sold a coin she never endorsed austin steinbart as q her civil suit with the attorney general in North Dakota, if read, shows how evil hates truth. Read it. All her rights were violated and no one said a word. Read it. They attack her because they're not as big as her. Her reach is bigger than anything I have seen. Tori says, inspire people to be leaders. That is what leaders do. Those that attack her wish they were her. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sick. I'm fat. I smoke. And I really wish there were clones of me, but uh, all those that attack her crumble because they're attacking truth. Now, mm, when you attack the truth, it'll always backfire, okay? Q said this was going to happen. Is she part of Q? I don't know. I'm sure Q would want her to be. So that's not to boast. That actually brought shit into perspective because I always thought I'm a pretty chill person. I hang out with a lot of people, you know, 
uh, when I'm around people that are, uh, you know, my listeners and we, uh, you know, talk on Telegram, dude, we like totally hang out, right? Okay. I am not unapproachable. I have zero tolerance for um, subversive bullshit, zero tolerance for anyone undermining my nation, zero tolerance for causing harm to the people and lying to the people, coercing them to do something, buy something, get something, focus on something. But other than that, I'm a pretty chill person. It takes a lot to piss me off. Well, I mean, how many people are that defensive about other people, but whatever. So I was thought in my mind, like, why is it? I mean, okay, I know that really big people are angry, but why is it that the little guys are so panties in a twist and nasty? I mean, literally, you tell Mel Q about Tori, she'll fucking screech, okay? She just screams like a liberal, true story. So the, the question is why? The answer is because of that. Because they have to make their own t-shirt stickers and mugs. They don't have people writing songs about truth, right? It's not about Tory. It's just about truth, right? They don't have people wanting to make a website to prove the truth because unfortunately people want to see it. That's the thing. You know, that's the thing. Now I see why it is. It's one of those seven sins, right? That's what it is. They're upset. I get it. But the thing is, if you were telling the truth, a lot of people would be doing the same thing and getting behind you like crazy, just like they do for President Trump, just like they do for anyone that speaks truth. Now, speaking of truth, during Operation Gridlock, while everyone was busy sleeping, Ronna McDaniel got caught by me. The RNC got caught by me for having an IC asset stealing information. Now, We'll get to that. But before we do, let's take a short intermission. Whoops. Let's take a short intermission. Need to go get that coffee mug refilled. See you in a second. Lies, lies, lies. That's all we get. Lies. So <laughs> where were we? We were talking about, hold on. We were talking about Rona, right? Rona, like Corona, like a Rona. She's a disease too. Oh my gosh. But here's where the problem is. While they're talking about Rona McDaniel and they're telling you about, oh, is it going to open up in another page? Of course it is. So now I'm going to have to swap. Give me a sec. So while they're telling you about her sabotaging and not getting behind the president, you know, it gets me upset because it's like if people actually focus on truth, right? If people actually focus on facts and stop trying to be like, I don't know, I have the news. Nobody else does. I'm important. Listen to me. Here's what this cute post said from two years ago. I'm going to dispel that shit for you. No. Let's focus on today, which is she's a freaking hack. Now, this was published, look, May 9th, 2020. Not 2021, not today, right? I didn't wait for Jen Alice to come out and tell me that she's a hack. That's another story, right? Okay, I didn't wait for anyone to come out and tell me. 
because like many that claim there are investigative journalists, right? I did some investigating because this is about my country. Who is Max Farrago? An IC asset? Tisk, tisk. So this was posted on my page. Obviously, my page was purged um, on uh, August 17th, uh, 2020. My whole SQL file deleted. FBI is still investigating that. You know, whatever. I'll just wait till President Trump's back in a couple years. In one year, actually. One and a half, right? 2022. To get that done. But I think the civil suit that's upcoming, Cole, you're going to hear about that. It's going to be fun because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like trick or treat while we have other shit that we're going to be dealing with with October. That'll happen too. So it reads the presidential elections are approaching, and we slowly realize that the Democrats have taken advantage of the tragic pandemic to push their last ditch effort to allow non-qualifying persons who reside in the United States of America to vote, blah, blah, blah. From our investigation and travels into the uncharted waters of the onion ether, we discovered that the real threat might be coming from within the GOP ranks. Sabotage. Why would Ronald McDaniel entrust the GOP cybersecurity in the hands of a company that has failed before? That as a head of tech connected to Warren Flood Joe Biden's former White House IT director. Um, hello. So this is old fucking news. So the question you should ask yourself is, how did little Tory report this and no one else did? Hmm? How is it that none of them knew? Interesting. None of them knew that Joe Biden's former White House IT director, right? was manning the RNC, RNCC, and GOP. Shut up. <laughs> and maybe giving a backdoor access to crowdfunding. Man, here's what we found on The Onion. Okay, this is a nice read, but let me just explain. Election fraud comes in many shapes and forms. Election fraud can happen in many ways. Non-qualified persons voting, green card holders or legal aliens may cast votes and have them counted. Absentee mail-in ballot fraud. Tallying is false for extra ballots added. Electronic voting machines fixing the tallies through crypto trapdoor shuffling. You know, the shit that I said in my affidavit that I swore under perjury, penalty and perjury, no other motherfucker has done that, but I did. Oh, look, and all that shit I wrote has actually happened. Oh, man. So these, 2020, these in 2020 would be foolproof if they had data of potential voters to mine. You know, I really hate people that mine data. I don't like advertisements because they mine and crunch your data and then create algorithms to tell people what kind of shit you like. So that way they can sell you more crap. And that way they can put you on the book and then sell it to another guy who would want their list and then another guy. So then your data is everywhere. But the things you like is everywhere. I hate that. Influence operations under the guise of consumership drives me insane. So they would need access to consumer profiles to determine how many votes can be altered to raise little to no alarm. Oh my gosh, what are we discovering now? Shit, Tori was right. Again, again, Art Inner Civic. 
clearly says, in a full-service election solutions innovator, partnering with the state and local government to deliver secure, accurate, and reliable elections. Our mission is to help advance democracy one election at a time. This mission fuels our passion, customer focus, and the continuous drive for technological innovation that makes voting more straightforward, equitable, and accessible. It makes managing elections more transparent, efficient, and easier. For who? For them. So let me tell you how um, this foreign interest Clinton-backed company called CrowdStrike <laughs> enters into the picture. Google, as I put in my article, Eric Braverman wasn't missing, he was in the Ukraine. You should look that article up. It's somewhere. And if it's not nicely pieced together, please DM me and I'll edit it and take out broken links and shit. Because, you know, they deleted my information because they knew it was important. Hello. So CrowdStrike closes a hundred million financing round led by Google. Oh shit. So let's continue. I was like, why are ads popping up on my site? What is this? Oh, <laughs> let me show you what we found on the back end. So here's deep root analytics. You know, uh, what do they do? They crunch your data, you know, from ads. So whenever you're on YouTube, on a website like Facebook, you know, checking out shit to buy, maybe on Rumble, wherever you are, ads collect data and they come into analytics and get crunched. Well, this is one of those deep root analytics. They analyze information basically. So something was floating in the onion ether of the immense vast cyberspace that raised the flag. The RNCC and RNC have a communications link that leads back to what could be seen as open log in access. I'm not an expert. That would be Jacob Applebaum's domain. He's a really good guy, by the way. But since the server backdoor was identifiable, I did some digging. I did not access or attempt to access the portal located on the front end. That would be here and here, and I linked it. Even though it seemed that a password was required, I found it interesting that the server company and another company related to consumer behavior are very undermined. Precision target AI look familiar. So I'm just making it clear I didn't commit any crimes or try to hack the system. Um, you know, don't want anyone saying that I did. I guess one of these images is gone. Let's take a uh, let's talk about deep root analytics and hacking in the past tense first. Deep root analytics is the beloved firm of Mitt Romney. In fact, Alex Lundry, the company's co-founder, previously worked on Mitt Romney's 2012 bid, doing all his media ads, specifically TV. In 2016, the RNC contracted Deep Root Analytics. It's another clear force, but just, it's Romney's. The company had over 60% of the U.S. population's details stored on an Amazon cloud server without a password for around two weeks. How do you know that? I don't know. I'm just, there was no password. The date, name, date of birth, addresses, and other personal identifying information, private identifying information, we're all out there, guys. The RNC severed its ties with Deep Roots swiftly to minimize the damage to its reputation. Unsurprisingly, Ronald McDaniel seems to have a soft spot for family connections because the RNC hired the same fucking company, Deep Root, for their data needs. 
According to Politico, the RNC paid $700,000 to Deep Root last month. That's April of 2020, according to senior party official. Oh, shoot. I don't know how Mike Reed has all this confidence. A simple gander at the engineering VP and a massive red flag popped up. One person who is not an IT engineer by way of formal education or even certification, right? He's the most extended employment was for two years and it was held at a tech firm on John Owen Brennan's intelligence community list for sock puppets. Oh shit. So why can't these images, why are these images being censored? Are you kidding? Um, is this happening on all browsers or just Chrome? Give me a second, guys. That looks a little bit trippy right now. Give me a second. Um, holy crap, guys. Okay, so you're seeing my screen. It's black, right? So I'm gonna, this is a Chrome browser that I'm sharing. Give me a second. Let me share another browser. And they're not censoring the images. What? 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 Are you kidding? Um, what? Look, you can see the pictures, so it's not black on another, oh my gosh. Google Chrome is censoring this. So these are the, oh my gosh, that is so crazy. So here's this guy's um, educational record, you guys. Uh, University of New Mexico, associate attorney. So this guy is the head of IT engineering and have zero engineering education. He's a freaking lawyer. So there's a sudden shift into tech. The deep root website bio says nothing about this lawyer except his combined love for languages and engineering drew him to natural language processing and data science, where he found an outlet that leverages appreciation for both worlds. No, that's a lie. He works for the CIA, and now his cover is engineering, even though his fucking education says he knows diddly squat of data science. Before Deep Root, Max worked for Precise Target, a data science company in Maryland. Precise Target. <laughs> Sounds so benign. He's the only tech company he worked for um, or after an intensive six-month boot camp tech class. Deep Root omitted to say that Max is connected to Warren Flood, Biden's former White House IT director. That shows some real skill, but also makes it clear as to who he is. After all, he did have his first on-the-book tech job at the Apprentice Winners Company, Precise Tech. I'm sure President Trump is the star of The Apprentice, it is the star of The Apprentice, and that had nothing to do with that, did it? So the CEO of Deep Root is a Bush crony too, seriously? So this is data science training by Metis. You can have a boot camp to be an expert spy like him. China hates to lose. The boot camp style school of tech education is pricey and preferred by big tech and the Chinese. What's more bizarre is when you take a look at the founder of this company, McKinsey and Company alumni. And we all know how McKinsey and Company love 
China. Is China clawing back through tech? Metis is authorized under federal law to enroll non-immigrant alien students with that rich student visa. Brennan and Carrie helped expedite the M1 visa program for Metis. Metis was the first data science training bootcamp in the United States and only, only one to accept M1 visa students. The majority of M1 visa students are Chinese or Qatari. Go figure. So how's this? Max Farago, a graduate of this Metis bootcamp, is the VP senior data engineer deep root, remember, that has zero tech knowledge. He's a senior data VP as a lawyer, right? And it says, Max joined Deep Root Analytics in 2019, bringing two decades of experience building data-driven applications. Wait a minute. Is it while he was a judicial extern, law clerk, associate attorney, attorney, associate attorney at St. John's College for Philosophy, chess club uh, for classics, or while he was doing his juris doctorate? Which one brings two decades worth? So who is this guy? He's fake. This is how you spot an asset. This is what she did. So serious question, put it out on Twitter. If you were hiring for your cybersecurity firm, what degree would you like your head of engineering to have? Information tech degree, law degree, medical degree, or master's in fine art? I mean, it speaks for itself. So now everyone is upset about Rona McDaniel, but they're okay with her having Brennan's right-hand dude up to his eyeballs in Chinese shit with CrowdStrike in the back, mining data so they can steal the elections. <laughs> and now they're upset. What? I think people need to read this article because you know what? The ability to read has really been dismissed by people. People don't read anymore. Okay. People just expect people to give them little bits of oohs and ahs. Like, oh, I hear this is going to happen. And everyone's like, wow. Or, oh, look at this pretty title. Let me share the article. But you don't fucking read it. You know, I kind of like Twitter's thing saying, do you want to read it before you share it? Yeah, fucking read it. Because in there was a treasure trove. In there, I pointed out exactly how they were stealing the elections from the conservatives. In there, it was all spelled out. It wasn't like you didn't need digital red string. It was all fucking there. So again, <laughs> tell me again how outraged they are because what? Hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Marina McDaniel is so evil. She didn't get back the president. Of course she didn't back the president. She led the CIA. Well, Brennan CIA guys, hop, actually Obama's. <laughs> it was Obama's, you know, because Brennan's his little bitch, right? He's his little bitch. But <laughs> that was it. So truth is really important. And as you see, you know, nobody has to like somebody. Like I, there's a lot of people I loathe, right? I, there's a lot of people I don't like because they do things for all the wrong reasons. Like Tracy Beans, I can't stand her. I can't stand her. Why? Because she's a bullshitter. She tried to convince me that Brian Cates wrote an article that was mine and then tried to allege that I had to steal his shit. It's like, bitch, I am the source. I don't need sources. I don't need to talk to people. People talk to me, right? That's how good I am. And I know that sounds like oh, you're boasting. No, it's fucking true. Okay. It's fact. So I don't like her, but I do like the coverage she did when she covered General Flynn's case, even though someone tasked her to do it. 
That's another story. Right? I loathe, but I like, and I applaud, and I would never silence it. I will share pieces from people I can't stand if they are newsworthy, and they will teach you something, because that is what people do. They share information. Why the fuck didn't anybody share that? You want to see something else they should have shared? This purged article, because everyone's talking about, oh, coronavirus, oh, woe is me, this is so bad, no one's helping us, I'm so confused, and it's like for years I've been talking about graphene, been telling you, oh, look, it looks like AIDS way before anybody even can, I spoke about hydroxychloroquine before people started talking about that shit, okay, so again, I'm not doing it to boast myself, I'm making it clear, I am the fucking source. So let's move along to another article. Hopefully, um, Google will not uh, obfuscate uh, the images. I mean, there's not much of images here. But Timothy Cunningham, he had put together a whistleblower report on coronavirus back in 2018. He was a naval officer. That means he went through naval training. That means he knows how to fucking swim. Worked as the CDC um, under cultivating with uh, contagious diseases, viruses, AIDS, you name it, right? So this was purged. But um, a couple weeks ago, I asked people on my Telegram, hey, if anybody can dig this up, that was the title. I can't find it. It was completely purged from all the platforms I had it on. I mean, the only platform that still has my original materials that was never banned was big league politics hat tip for truthers right there. Uh, you know, because I'm the one that broke the story about Peter Schock's dad setting up comedy with Barack Hussein Obama's mom. And that's why Peter Schock went to school in Iran. I was the one that broke that story, but you know, whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about that dildo Kate's does. What a loser. What a loser. So anyway, he worked, uh, you know, in a specialized division in epide ep uh, epidemic intelligence. At some point, um, he found something out. Here's what it is. It turns out that the Chinese did what they always do. They stole, were given, <laughs> were given, Fauci, proprietary information from the CDC and labs at Harvard to kickstart their new research funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The new research is two-pronged. Designing a SARS virus to target specific cells that control fertility in males, almost like chemical castration, and designing a SARS virus to infect and insert protein code with retroviral applications that respond to square waves. Now, you make what you want with that. That's a fact. So um, in this, uh, it talks about how uh, specific viruses were specific, uh, specific vaccines were for specific cohorts. Um, but what did he allegedly know? <clears throat> An omitted fact preceding Cunningham's disappearance is his recent meeting with certain people from Japan. He provided data that confirmed that the Chinese and certain entities met in McLean, Virginia. Before his disappearance and suicide, he visited all his close confidants, terrified as he was bold enough to leave a paper trail by filing a whistleblower report. He filed it on Monday, and within 48 hours, he knew that his identity was not protected. Again, whistleblowers have no protection, so they use alternate methods. Patrick Berge tried it with the IG. Guess what? They sent him 
straight to a homeless shelter. They fucked him good. What have they done to me? They trashed me with lawfare, with a lawsuit that makes zero sense. But, you know, I'll be vindicated later. Then I can sort of up the crow while I bathe in the millions of dollars that the state of North Dakota will pay me. But actually, I'm not going to take that money. I'm going to give it to my lawyer to create a foundation. But I may, I may just get some of that money out in a bank and just wave it around and say thank you for screwing me because this is, anyway, <laughs> I'm going to stop. So anyway, he filed the report and he attempted to reach President Trump. General Kelly blocked that shit. Yep. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Tim turned up dead. Here's a report of what they said happened. A $10,000 reward is being offered for information on the mysterious disappearance of a government scientist. Timothy Cunningham is an epidemiologist at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta, Georgia. He disappeared more than two weeks ago after he left work early saying he felt sick. Omar Villafranca is near Cunningham's home in Atlanta with more on this mystery. Omar, good morning. Good morning. Timothy Cunningham is a disease detective with the CDC, deploying to public health hotspots to investigate viruses like Zika or Ebola. But no one has heard from him or seen him since February 12th. And now this community is rallying to make sure the man himself is not in danger. Investigators returned to the woods around Timothy Cunningham's house Monday, searching for more clues. I'm not so sure what else we can do with that area. His family found his wallet, his car, even his beloved dog, all left behind in his Atlanta home. Timothy has been unaccounted for since the 12th. Cunningham's father, Terrell, drove from Maryland to Georgia after not hearing from his son for two days. His parents and other family members have been putting up missing posters throughout Cunningham's neighborhood, and they're trying to get the word out about his disappearance through the media. He has such a history of being so responsible and dependable um, that that, I think, that is what puts us all in at such disbelief. Cunningham graduated from Morehouse College and earned advanced degrees from Harvard. The 35-year-old CDC scientist reportedly lived alone. His next-door neighbor, Viviana Torrey, says Cunningham said something odd to her husband the day he disappeared. He told my husband to tell his wife, me, to um, erase his cell phone number from my cell phone. Police do not suspect foul play, but they also say they're exploring all possibilities. Cunningham's family is pleading for the public's help. If anyone sees anything that relates to or think you have seen, Timothy, please call the number. The CDC released a statement. I want to read it to you. They said, Dr. Cunningham's colleagues and friends at the CDC hope that he is safe. We want him to return to his loved ones and his work protecting people's health. Nora? Omar, thank you. That is quite a mystery. I hope they find him. I do too. It's such a cryptic message. It seems yeah, they needed to find him to shut him up. Instead, he turned up dead, face down in a river, and they said it was suicide because he died of self-suicide drowning, a sailor that left his dog in the house knowing that it would be by itself. Lies, lies, lies. Does president know while all of us are getting vaccinated? Shinogi and Co, a Japanese company from Japan has invented a drug that can eradicate any virus that invades the body. Oh, I don't know. You tell me.
You tell me. See, this is the type of news everyone should have been talking about. But instead, they were pulling out digital red string. Now, just to shift gears a little bit, you create your own gods. I've, I've, I've said this many times before that if, uh, and I use this example a lot, um, and, I, and, I, and I do that to people that were being prepped for certain psychological operations abroad, that the Egyptians had a river god because they were by a river. And if there was a lake uh, by them, they, then it would be a lake god, right? Well, I'm going to leave this totally by itself so we can shift gears and I won't really elaborate. But I've said this before. I totally feel like Cartman sometimes. And I relate to him and I understand him. And kind of like fags. <laughs> Team America, man. I'm going to see if it's on Amazon Prime. And when we get back into the, when I get back into the swing of things and actually get, because literally I've bootlegged a desk, right? Bootlegged it. Like I don't even have drawers in the thing. They're still out and stacked. Okay. But when I get myself in a more wusha state and I can sit there and watch a movie, we're going to watch Team America. Fuck yeah. Because that is <laughs> really important. But in the meantime, I want to leave you with this. Something that could be or could not be actual history. Take a watch. Dear, we just put the sea people back in the tank with the others, and nobody will ever know. The blood is washed neatly from our hands. Ah, so great that everything is finally back to normal. Oh, no, what now? Those sea men from the teacher's stomach somehow combined with the remaining sea people we had left in the tank and... and well, look! Whoa! How? How did that happen? I've been up for hours doing some calculations, and I've come up with my final theory of composite dynamics. So he used the um, sea monkeys, you know, those little things in a packet to make little fishies and added sea men. And suddenly, instead of just being floating little pieces of whatever, look, they became what? They created a civilization. Sea people plus sea men equals sea society. Whoa, they've already accomplished so much. They're like bacteria. Small organisms live much faster lives and do things at a much faster rate. Look, the sea people have evolved to an Egyptian-like culture. Soon they'll discover frozen foods. That should be enough water, Kyle. You got the new sea people packets, Tweak? <laughs> we'll drop them in. And I've got the seamen. Wow, that's a lot of seamen you got there, Cartman. Yeah, I bought all that I could at this bank, and then I got the rest from this guy, Ralph, in an alley. That's cool. Yeah, and the sweet thing is, the stupid asshole didn't even charge me money for it. He just made me close my eyes and suck it out of a hose. <laughs> there we go. Okay, now let's put the society in its new home. Nothing to do now but wait. Close your eyes and suck it out of a hose? Huh? Suck it out of a hose, yeah?
my god! The tiny underwater civilization has advanced hundreds of years! Look! There's a library! And a temple! And a... Oh. They think I'm God! Yes! I am God of the Sea People! You hear that? I am God of the Sea People! I am master of their great sunken empire! Ma'am! I'm God of the Sea People! That's nice, Poopy! Hey, look, everybody! The other side of the aquarium is building another statue! Hey, it's Tweak! Me? No, oh, man! I don't want to be a god! That is way too much pressure! That is bullcrap! You better stop worshipping him, sea people! What's going on now? The sequel from Carbon Side are suicide bombing the buildings on Tweak's side! <laughs> yeah, go! Now what's happening? The sea people on Tweak's side just suicide bombed the carbon statue! Ah, oh, goddammit! Oh no! Oh, the humanity! So, what does that tell you? <laughs> Just let that sink in for a second while we play a piece of music again. And I'd like you to look at the cover while we play this music. It's a cover of Yellow Submarine off Revolver. Um, I haven't ever been a massive fan of this song. I think it's because I've heard it so much. And uh, I do like it, but I don't, I don't love it as much as other Beatles songs. But anyway, here's a cover anyway. <laughs> In the town where I was born Lived a man who sailed to sea And he told us of his life In the land of submarines So we sailed up to the sun Till we found the sea of green And we lived beneath the waves In our yellow submarine We all live in a yellow submarine A yellow submarine We love America Yellow submarine We all live in a yellow submarine A yellow submarine A yellow submarine And our friends are all aboard Many more of them live next door And the band begins to play We all live in a yellow submarine Yellow submarine Yellow submarine We all live in a yellow submarine A yellow submarine A yellow submarine As we live a life of ease Every one of us is all we need Sky of blue and sea of green In our yellow submarine 
We all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, a yellow submarine. Well, a little bit perspective, you know, you remember how everyone was talking about Vegestin is 14 fishy. Oh, it's all about pedo. Well, it tells you 17 goals to transform our world, United Nations. They're at the root of almost everything. But you know what? The day people actually understand what this image means, everything changes. We are many and they are few. And for some reason the people that are supposed to be on our side battling with us to supposedly save our nation are the ones that are fighting us the most and it's something so stupid like selling their book or t-shirt or well we're supposed to be one group people are supposed to listen to us we need to control the narrative no nobody needs to control any narrative at all no one needs to control shit. Just release the truth. It can defend itself. It doesn't need help. It can stand on its own. Yes, yes. The truth sometimes gets slapped mud all over it, making people not listen to it. But you know what? The truth shines so bright. And the more you attack it, the more people will flock to it. And that's what the beauty is. See, we thought the left was a deadly enemy. They're few. We're many. Instead, what they did was they took losers. Losers that thought they were better than everyone. I mean, a lot of people will say, well, you're just, you know, you're so bad. You like go against, you know, in the matrix and Mal Q and you know, praying medic. And I, what? I could talk about how Jack Posobiec's a loser and he sold out people with his stupid IIA operations. He's actually a fucking PAO. They are intended to be PSYOP officers. Hello? That's why he held that sign, Rape Melania. You think in Arizona, every single freaking riot there was done by the left? It was the fucking right doing it to make noise. For good intentions, still a fucking PSYOP though. So that's the problem. People think, you know, and I'm one of those people. I remember sitting in a room with a bunch of people and it was me and Bergie. And I was like, Bergie, you've done the great awakening model before. Let's put our heads together and sigh up the shit out of everything and get the left and the right united. And he looked at me and he was like, damn, you, you're still fucking acting like you're the same person you were when you walked away from it take your freaking black hat off. And I was like, no, 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 we're going to do a white hat operation. And he sat there and he's like, tor, tor. No, use the truth. Keep doing what you've been doing to awaken people. And I looked at him straight there in the face. And I said, dude, there's so many of them that they've created. They've created people that started as grassroots. Remember the CNN guy said it too. When, um, uh, 
James O'Keefe did that expose. He said, oh, grassroots movements, they never last. Because the minute they get the taste of power and money, it's always about interest. And, and, and I sat there and I looked at him and I was like, dude, they took all these people that were grassroots that started shit because they love their country and they've made them into monsters. They're silencing their own conservatives. Do you know how many people got banned on Telegram by supposed QAnon and supposedly right-wing people for posting the email that clearly showed that Hunter Biden was engaging in freaking espionage? I kid you not. There are tons of them. There was a woman that made a video. I'll share that. But I want to show you guys the email because it's important that you see it. It is very important that you see it. It's so sad though, that they even silence it. Why aren't they sharing the truth? You don't have to like the messenger. It's message over messenger. Aren't you supposed to be Q fucking cultist leaders, right? Didn't you make that cult? And why aren't you following the rules that the cult supposedly created? Cause it wasn't a cult. It wasn't intended to be like that. You made it like that. Here's a damn fucking email. Just talked to Phil Kenny. Said they're moving toward the Saudi deal and have given us our first assignment. Very easy. Involves Muldoon carrying some documents to the State Department and then to the Saudi embassy. Sounds like document muling, doesn't it? Sounds like espionage, doesn't it? But no, they blocked people. They reported people and silenced them. Yes, they did. Because they shared truth. He actually said, Tory says bots are out in full effect. Nobody needs to advertise my shit. I've got more followers than you can count. Vice was right in doing that hit piece on me saying, don't underestimate her. They know exactly where I sit. They know exactly how big my reach is. I don't need bots. I've got the truth on my side. I don't need bots. I don't need bots. You do though, because you've got nothing. I need to show this lady because I felt so bad for her. You know, she was legit banned by them. Banned. Because they all banded together. And I'm pretty sure, and I kid you not, and I'm probably on point about this. They um, file spam attacks on other people thinking it's me. I don't need bots. I, need, I don't need any alternate personas or alternate accounts. I fucking kick ass on my own. I use my name. I use my face ever since I've come out. So don't even try to put me in the same damn box that you're in. Because that's not going to work. That's not how it works. That's not me. So that's what's up. Let me see. I can't play it like this. Damn. Because it's in an MOV, huh? Let me see. I'll have to share. Dude, but then everyone's going to see who I contact. I can't do that. <laughs> Give me a second. I guess see how I'm going to do this. Um, oh, I know. Maybe it'll work like this. Give me a sec. I need to play this for you guys. Give me a sec. Let's do this video. There we go. Here we go. Take a listen to this lady. And for those watching, watch this. Guys, I wanted to make a quick video, let everybody know that I'm not a bot and also kind of go through um, some of the things that happened to me because of this situation uh, with Telegram's decisions. Um, give some backstory. Uh, this morning, Tori had shared a uh, article about Hunter Biden and his companies um, with the espionage. 
uh, gave really good insight, gave <laughs> clear emails that anybody could go read and, and think for themselves on it, and I decided to share it. Um, in doing that, I decided to share it on some channels that I know some people may not always get an opportunity to see Tori. I think everybody should listen to what she has to say. She's a whistleblower and she's given a lot of truth. Um, and there's no reason why someone shouldn't give themselves the opportunity to listen to her. Um, but in doing that, of course, I ran into, uh, into a person that wanted to call me a bot. So as you can see here, you have Praying Medic, um, who basically put out a heads up to channel admins. Tori says bots are out in force this morning, carpet bombing channels with links. And you can see here, it was actually the one I shared, 5D Therapies, so that is my account. Um, and thank goodness, Tori uh, came and basically stood right behind me and, and, and called him out, um, you know, asking the same questions that we're all asking. What is so bad about sharing the article for everybody to read and decide for themselves? Um, in doing that, I came on later. I noticed that all of this happened and I went into her chat in her comments and basically just said, you know, hey, that was me. Uh, also put another one letting everybody know that I wasn't a bot. And in doing that, you can see I have this little red exclamation mark here. It basically said, hey, sorry, uh, you're currently restricted. So in going back and forth with Telegram's spam info bot, they basically just told me that some users found my messages annoying forwarded them over to the team monitors for inspection and the monitors on telegram confirmed that report um so now my account's uh limited until july 14th um kind of interesting considering the fact that i can prove i'm not a bot in two seconds and i literally only posted an article i didn't say anything rude um i didn't say anything about the people whose actual accounts it was i just shared an article of truth uh, trying to help everybody get the opportunity to see it. This is definitely something that we should be posting and exposing. Somebody like Praying Medic with um, such a huge following and someone who claims to be a person for the truth should definitely want to share this. Um, so I definitely wanted to take a minute. Um, now I have to make a gab and send it over and reply to Tori Says, and I'm hoping that she spreads this around to let people know uh, we all need to keep spreading the truth and we all need to stand behind it and we need to call these people out. Uh, we can't let these people continue to do this to us. It's not good for us and it's not good for our country. So let's keep putting out the truth. Uh, let's keep pretty much punching back at them. Um, you know, now that he knows and I've confirmed I'm not a bot, I'd really like to know what he has to say because you can't hide behind a computer screen anymore. Let the article be seen. Let the people see it. Quit trying to censor the truth quit trying to be the only person who can put things out there and uh, give people things that you think are the truth. Let everybody read things for themselves and we all can create a better world for ourselves. Um, so that was really the purpose of this. I just want everybody to know that I'm not backing down. I'm gonna keep putting truth out there. They can call me a bot, they can call me whatever they want. I know who I am and I know, and I know what the truth is and I'm gonna keep speaking it. Bullshit, you're a bot. <laughs> I love that. You know, it took a lot uh, for people to actually stand up for themselves. It does. Because what they like to do is, you know, crush you when you say the truth. I don't give a shit. What are you going to tell me? That the AG gave me lawfare? It's okay. Because when I get all them paper dollar, I'll, I'll actually, I'll ask my lawyer if I can dance with it and just show it, even though I'm not going to keep it. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other political prisoners out there. People that have had lawfare against them for being whistleblowers. A lot of them.
And so um, I think since the taxpayers are going to have to flip that bill, the taxpayers of North Dakota are going to have to pay that immense bill. I think um, it's important that it goes into good work. I mean, it would be great for me to buy a house and get a second car now that I have a vehicle, right? It would be great, but that'll come later. Like I said, if I, if I'm do it, it'll come. If I'm not, it won't. That's the way it is. <laughs> Just <laughs> that's the way it is. Seven years, maybe we'll see it. But um, the thing is, why are they censoring the truth? Who are they to decide what you are allowed to see? Isn't that the problem that we're having with censorship? Uh, Jack Dorsey and Zuck, they're such cucks. They're silencing us and telling us what we should read and not read and YouTube's banning and not letting us. Guys, it's the right that's doing it. The RNC, the GOP, the titles, and fucking tiaras. They're all laughing at you because they're the ones that are controlling everything. You don't see it? That's what it is. They've duped everyone. They're laughing at you. With their oohs and their ahs. Look at me. I have a position in the mainstream media. And I'm like honorable and everything. You know what? The only person that I would actually trust to listen to in mainstream are very few. And that's because I have my own personal knowledge of things. And I speak with my own personal knowledge. Emerald Robinson. Fucking love her. Steve Bannon, salty as shit, straight to the point, even though he keeps these shills around him. And sometimes I'm like, come on, man, for real. The mayor, for sure. Mayor Rudy Giuliani, 100%. General Flynn himself. There's a method to everything he does, right? And above all, President Trump. So those are the only public figures that I will even take. I mean, there's other people that, you know, aren't that public, so I won't mention that I will cock my head and say whatever. But, you know, you guys, you know, I give shit. I, I, you know, Patrick Byrne, really good friend of mine, totally admire him. You know, we fight. We've fought on air. <laughs> we totally like, nope, nope, right? <laughs> Bannon as well. Like, I'll give him shit when he has shields like Jack Posobiec on. I'm like, why do you have that tool there? It's like a freaking dildo. Repeating shit he probably stole from somebody else. Bergie's a public figure, so I guess, yeah. But bottom line is, we don't have anybody that will tell the truth anymore. I like Lara Logan, even though Bergie doesn't. But anyway, uh, I'll leave it on, on my list of I likes. Here's what I like Mike Cernovich. Everybody, he, he is the, <laughs> and I know it sounds insane. I do like him because at least I, uh, Milo, I love him. Laura Loomer, I love her, you know, end of story. Listen, I'm not going to go list. What I'm trying to say is the, the real people, right, are the ones that resonate truth. The ones that don't give a shit where the information came from as long as it's correct, accurate information that will help us. They report the actual news. That's the whole reason that we have free speech. It's not about saying what we want. It's about looking at the information. Censorship isn't about shutting you up. It's about not allowing your information to be seen. Information. Banning books, banning movies, banning music, banning voices, banning this. It's banning your access to information. Regardless, it could be about gardening, politics, whatever. Information. Who is doing most of the censoring? You think it's YouTube, Twitter, Facebook? It's the fucking right. They all thump each other. They control the access to information. 
And that is the whole point. So anyone saying, oh, you have a site called torysaid.com and people can look up clue words and see when you talked about it. Yeah, I didn't do that. The people did. Because you know what? They were like, holy shit, this bitch is ahead about a year and a half on news. No one's talking about it. This bitch is prophetic. They could say whatever. No, it's that at the time when I said it, it was news and nobody wanted to talk about it. Why? Because the right wing media hides information because they want to control. It's all about control. Left or right, the fucking uniparty, what I said and I've been saying it since I've been on air. There are no two parties. It's all the same fucking party. They just pretend. Oh, look, the left. Oh, look, the right. And it's like picture two people holding up a plate with sticks, right? One's on one side, one's on the other. They're tugging to make it look like there's a balance to keep the fucking plate straight. Because having one stick, the plate wobbles more, right? That's communism. So they have to give you the illusion that you picked one side or the other when they're both the same thing. That's the big Monty here. That's it. They control the information. They control the people. That's how it goes. So when you see all these people who have all these bot accounts, I don't need bots. I'm, I have more reach than you can imagine. Okay. I have one of the biggest underground Chinese channels. The Chinese literally dub my shows and have full-blown conversations of how they could get out of the situation that they are in and theories of how people within the Communist Party are trying to liberate the people. Real story, true story, 100%. Those people are actually more woke even though they're under tyranny. In India, the same thing, especially those from Bangladesh. I've watched their chats and I don't speak Hindi. I don't speak Bengali. <laughs> I don't. I use a lot of that. <laughs> Google Translate fucking sucks. But I try to pay attention as much as I can. Truth is truth. It'll be spread across the world no matter how much you silence it. It doesn't have to come from me. It can come from anyone. Truth is truth. And the minute you censor information, you're part of the problem. You are the problem. And that's the issue that we're having here as a nation. I've been trying to convey information that is not very nice, that will give people a rude awakening in nice and an entertaining fashion by arming you with actual knowledge to see that this has all been played out in another scale. I mean, think of it like dinner. What was making dinner like, you know, 2000 years ago, completely different to a thousand years ago completely different to 500 years ago, completely different to 100 years ago, and definitely different from 10 years ago, right? So it's the same story, more updated, modern version. It's happened again and again and again, and it's always about controlling populations. Everyone's in a fucking fishbowl. They're telling you a story. Everything you know is a lie. From the sunrise to the sunset, everything is a lie. From who rules and who doesn't, it's a lie. You think there are wars? No, they're fucking not. The wars are just the war on taking control over you. They're manufactured. They're all working together. They create rumors of war. You know what was funny? That, 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 that the, the Taliban, when I said, if we pull out the way people wanted us to pull out, that they're going to take over the other places because the Taliban are in bed with the Chinese. What the fuck are they reporting now? Well, I am a time traveler, right? So I knew that shit. Because I told the world two years ago, that's how it's going to happen. But you know... I digress. And it's again, not about, oh, look at me, I knew. 
even though I should be, why not superficially? Yeah, I did fucking tell you, but that's not the point. The point is, if me, who they claim is a nobody, who they claim doesn't know shit, how the fuck have been, how, how have I been on point for three years? You know, everyone's talking, Bill Barr's dad and Bill Barr. It's like, bitches, read my articles from 2018. I was the one that told you in 2018 that he's not going to be appointed until March and that General Flynn will never be sentenced, ever. But again, I'm a nobody, right? So we should ignore her, right? Yet I have the fucking receipts. Where are yours? What, sharing kecks? Little frogs? Bullshit? fucking post with red digital string. Every single email I got, and I counted them, 93 emails, right? 112 messages on Telegram mocking me for talking about Britney Spears a couple months ago. You're so dumb. I thought you talked politics. You're just sitting there talking about Britney Spears. Kid you not. And I told you guys it was really important that we sat through the whole thing, understood what Brittany was going through. Why? What is in the news cycle now that's dominating and everyone suddenly wants to love Britney Spears, right? <laughs> Yet they mocked me. Eat crow, bitches. My article that I wrote to Tucker, dear Tucker, this, I choose you. People were like, oh my God, that's so terrible. You're saying that he's involved in it? No, I'm saying you're the one with the best pull. I admire you. Do it for the people. We've picked you. But you know, that's just another coincidence, right? See, the NSA spying wrote articles about it in 2019. Even had Millie Weaver put out a report about it, told you how they're spying and when they're spying, what they're doing and how they're doing it. It's illegal to spy on American citizens. It's also illegal to deploy PSYOPs, but you know, Obama changed that shit and made PSYOPs for the case of the government legal, using weapons of mass destruction on the people of the United States was legalized by Barack Hussein Obama. But you know, facts totally sucks. It sucks. So I know Greg Kelly, I'm pissed at you for putting that picture out. I'm not liking you, but one thing you did do is put a really stellar report out while I've been on air and I want to share it. I want to share it because it's a good report. And I like his spunk, even though I get upset with him a lot. doesn't matter. We don't all have to agree. And I don't have to like his stupid friends who drinks pedo light but I digress. He did a good report, so I think it's important that we share that. Uh, we got a problem. I'm not too fond of America as it is right now. Stupid, depraved, and rather sick. I'm gonna focus on three items right now that are corroding our country. That is crime, that is a ludicrous conversation about gender and education. Just three, we could go on and on. First crime. You know what happened starting a year ago, how we canceled cops, delegitimized them, stigmatized them. Should we be surprised at all that we're seeing what we're seeing now? Horrendous crime spikes. And in the past couple of days, these murders are becoming grislier and grislier. Take a look at this guy. A rapper shot, his name is KTS Dre in Chicago, 31 years old, shot 65 times. Here's a guy, Indian Red Boy, also known as Zarel Rivera, 21 years old in Hawthorne. He was shot 
as he was live streaming on Instagram here in New York. J. Ron J. Rip Elliott, just 13 years old. He was a gang member. He was shot over the weekend. Gang violence, it's believed that he was absolutely targeted. You know, Barack Obama was onto something back when he had strength, bravery, or maybe he was just trying to con us, but he talked about the absence of black fathers in the African-American community. Too many absent fathers. Not all, of course, in every community suffers from this, but more so in the African-American community, and that leads to things like higher dropout rates, higher incarceration rates. We can go on. The violence has been never-ending, it seems. Take a look at this. These two kids, they were shot along with that 13-year-old J-Ron I told you about. Uh, these kids a little bit old in the same gang fight up in the Bronx. Uh, Raymond Gil Madrano, 16 years old. Ty Swish, 19 years old. Then we have Shaquille Walker, a three-year-old boy in Buffalo, New York, came out to see the fireworks. So he wasn't involved, of course, but someone fired a gun. He was killed. Justin Wallace, 10 years old, from Queens, New York. This is happening all the time, and our so-called leaders don't seem to care. The increase in crime, they're treating it like it's the weather, but you could have predicted it like a clock, okay? Take a look at these numbers when you compare where we were just a short time ago. Here in New York City is perhaps, uh, gosh, it's very close to home, of course. I see it firsthand. This situation is out of control. So... We know, you know, the far left, Democrats, they set the conditions for this to happen. So what are they coming up with? The most anemic non-solutions ever. Joe Biden hosted a summit of sorts on crime. Think Joe Biden has any unique ideas, compelling ideas on how to fight crime, and nobody at the table was equipped to find the solutions. It was pathetic. He's not going to find any solutions. They want crime. They want the UN to step in and help them. They want dildos hanging out so that they can, you know, attract minors. They want to do that. It's amazing. Uh, the act is called Desmond is Amazing. Desmond is not amazing. Desmond is rather vulgar and talentless. At least this. And let's not forget his parents. Mark my words. Took him to a strip club with men throwing money at that little boy. See, I, you know, I'm kind of on the same wavelength with Greg Kelly. He's pissed. He's like, our, our nation is insane. It's like f people are busy combing their vaginas, Right rather than focusing on how our nation is going literally tits up right now. In, on the left, they're talking insane shit, indoctrinating children, you know, telling them, oh, you, you, you can pick your sex. You want to be furniture? You can identify as that shit. Here, you must obey. Anybody, what? This color's bad. It's not racist to hate white people. It's only racist to hate other colors. We don't need police. Fuck the police. We need... People like Pelosi and AOC to tell us what to do. You don't need to work. You could just sit at home and do fuck all because that's what productive members of society do. So that's the left. What is the right doing? They think it's fucking high school. 
take a picture with me. Oh my God, listen to me. Don't listen to that news outlet. It's fake news. If it's not coming from me or my friends, totally don't listen. It's pure insanity on both ends. Step out of it and pay attention. Step out and pay attention to the insane shit you are seeing. Step out and take a look. You know, the movement of the people being one was all hyped up in 2019 and 2020, right? We're so big. We're one united. You'll fight like this, fight like that. Where is it now? Where are all these pussies with their tails between their legs? Remembering the days that they were raking in thousands upon thousands a day with stupid ass videos pumping opium into your brain. Where are they? But yet there I was in 2020 saying, damn, you know, the elections aren't going to be like they are. I mean, listen to my shows. I told you who's calling the elections. Oh, you know how much hate I got, Tori? Shut up. I'm telling you, the media is going to call the election. Shut up, Tori. That's not going to happen. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I was totally right. Or how's this other one? Now all these experts. Oh, my gosh. Alaska. Fraud. This. Huh. I said it the day after the elections. You want to catch election fraud? Hop a bird to fucking Alaska and confiscate their shit. Five days later, they still haven't counted a whole 10 people. But now it's coming out. A year later, nobody fucking needs you now, expert. Nobody needs you. And you know what's funny? Some of the experts that are putting this shit out about Alaska, I sat in a fucking room. I sat across from Seth Keschel and Joe Flynn in November and said, if you want to find the election fraud since you're walking into this trap, how's you not fucking look at the states where they legit did really shitty shit? And go confiscate machines in places like Alaska, Idaho, and Ohio. I've said it a million times. I said, what are you, dumb? You're walking into it. But fags are fags, right? Fags, Film Actors Guild. Remember that. When I say you're watching a movie, that's what I mean. Film Actors Guild. I think we should watch that again. So people understand. Uh what that means this is, I mean, this is my first time streaming a rumble. So I think I've got like a, a thousand or so watching there. Um, you know, I prefer Twitch, but I think it's important that we should, that we watch this before I go and show you just what I mean when I say, enjoy the show because this tells you, Everything you need to know. It will make total sense. Total sense to you. Give me a second. Let me share this video with you. It's so important that you watch this. I don't think a lot of people have seen Teen in America, by the way. Also written by the same people that um, do South Park. Yeah, right? How cool is that? Here we go. Take a listen to know what a fag is. This is Breaking News with Peter Jennings. Team America has once again pissed off the entire world after blowing up half of Cairo. And now some Hollywood celebrities are lashing out. Alec Baldwin is head of the Film Actors Guild. 
The Film Actors Guild believes that what the world needs is compassion, not violence. All that Team America does is create new enemies. Let me explain to you how this works. You see, the corporations finance Team America. And then Team America goes out, and the corporations sit there in their, in their corporation buildings, and, and, and see, that they're all corporation-y, and they make money. Hmm? Last year, I went to Iraq. Before Team America showed up, it was a happy place. They had flowery meadows and rainbow skies and, and rivers made of chocolate where the children danced and laughed and played with gumdrop smiles. The actors are calling for an emergency meeting. Already expected to attend are Helen Hunt, George Clooney, Liv Tyler, Martin Sheen, Susan Sarandon, Janine Garofalo, and Matt Damon. Matt Damon. In the meantime, the world wants to deal with dangerous individuals their own way. My fellow actors, we live in a dark time. The world's becoming more and more violent, and the idiots in charge are making it worse. What the world needs is an international advisory committee who truly understands global politics, namely us. <laughs> the time has come for us to start using our acting talents in a different way. Yes, we can use our powers to change the world. <laughs> we will persuade everyone to drive hybrid cars and stop smoking. If we focus our acting on global politics, we can change everything it's done. As actors, it is our responsibility to read the newspapers and then say what we read on television like it's our own opinion. Exactly. Influencers. Maggie Cummins, social media, actors, and musician. Nobody gives a fuck what Beyonce has to say today. Nobody cares. Madonna can sit at milk baths and get blood transfusions in front of kids. And nobody bats an eyelash. Nobody really cares what she says. I mean, did you see her when she went there with her pussy hat and said she wanted to blow it up? Yeah. This is what they do. They take actors that they pay a shit ton of money to attract you to them. Look, you need to wear this. You need to look like this. Remember when Cardi B was on that pole and then balls slipped out from her crotch? Just saying. I mean, it was just so weird. So weird. So they have all these people that are telling you, right, how you need to respond. They're only reading lines. Influencers with their blue check marks. Listen to me. I know best. You know, I'm going to say something super mean. But I'm not. This is this is them. Remember, like Sean Penn in my article, read it. It's on ToriSays.com, where I told you about his connection to Haiti, and now it's all coming out to light. I said Sean Penn is a fucking actor. How the fuck did he snag an El Chapo interview while he was America's most wanted, the world's most wanted, but he sat down with him? How the heck was Hunter Biden begging Sean Penn to get some business in Haiti since the Clinton cock blocked him? Who the fuck is Sean Penn? I mean, aside from marrying Madonna and being a really crappy actor, him, I can't stand as an actor. He doesn't convince me. And this bitch right here, Janine Garofalo on your screen, I kid you not, I was in an airport years ago and people came up to me and they thought I was her and they were like, oh my God, can I have an autograph? I was like, sure, what's my name? And I totally signed her name. I was like, how do I spell it? They were like, you're so funny. I was like, all right. <laughs> dead serious, dead serious. 
true story that one. So um, that was actually quite funny because <laughs> people with me were like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. They think I'm someone, so I'm signing autographs, whatever. Um, these people believe that they have influence. Can you see how that relates to social media now? Can you see how they're called social media influencers, influence operations, advertising, influence? They're social media celebrities. Listen to me, man. You got to buy my jerky. Listen to me, man. You need to buy this coin because, yeah, you need it. Yeah, okay, it's great. Commodities are a great thing to have. Tangible commodities even better, right? I'm just saying, look at this squirrel. It's going to tell you how the digital currency is totally not communism because we're calling it Jasara Nasara. Bitches, who's building that blockchain? Do you know? I'll tell you who's building that blockchain. Well, I'll tell you when it's ready. <laughs> shit. Who leaks out information half-ass? That's how you find out who the shills are. So, you know, or you could buy a coin with a squirrel on it, whatever. I'm just saying commodities are a good thing, okay? Not knocking it. Not knocking people making content and making money. I, I'm, I'm not against that. What I am against is you saying that you're the source of all and you have secret sources. Have you ever heard me say I have a source? Nope. I am the fucking source. So the only time I'll say I have a source is when I name the source. If I say anonymous source, I will tell you why I think that anonymous source is good. Again, influencers, influencers, influence operations, psychological operations, influence operations, same fucking thing. Pay attention because this is where we're at. Matt Damon. We've all done action films. If anyone tries to get in our way, we'll show them just how tough us actors really are. <laughs> I'm glad you all agree because I've just been contacted by a very important political leader who is bringing all the world leaders together for a massive international peace conference and he wants us to be the keynote speakers hey, David. say hello to our new partner hi Rob Kim Jong-il because he was the enemy there. You know what, guys? I know what I want to do. Oh, my gosh. Okay. For all of you out there that are listening right now, and I'll put this in Telegram, I want to recreate this video. I'm going to reach out to the producer. I want to recreate this movie, but I want to put social media right-wing influencers inside of it. I want them to be fags because they're all fucking fags because they don't have fucking balls to tell the truth. So we need to redo this clip with all the fucking fags, with their signs and their Twitter handles, with their check marks or their fake things, the digital red string. You know, we need to recreate this shit to show what a shit show it is. You know what? We need to do that. I'd, I'd totally put money toward it. That's what we need. And then in the hall, we're just going to put shadowy figures. Maybe we could put like the Rothschild in the background, fucking in the deep state. Because you know what? You know, all these people talk smack like they know, but how many of them can say that they were in the same room with George Soros. Actually, brought him into the fucking room. Baiting him in there with the thought of money. None of them, but I can. That's what's up. So, again, again and again. We need to recreate this, but we need to do it beautifully. We need to put all the clowns, the real clowns, and show the world how, yeah, we're just going to ban them and we're just going to thump the articles we want. Yes. And we're going to ban anyone that says truth. Oh, my God. That's really truthful. It can actually help the world. 
says one woman that was doing research and was part of that group. We should put it out. No, we don't like them. We were told this is the list. You can't say it, but that truth is really important. We need to put, put it out. No. And then that woman said, well, fuck you. I'm going to go smoke my cigarette up in Canada and do my own videos. Fuck all of you. Yes, she did. I love her. Yes, she did. So, so those of you know who I'm talking about, it's not me, but this is it. We need to do that. We need to like put it, put a fag thing and put in the, in the matrix groove people, the vanders, the fucking, you know, all of them. We need to put them in there and show we're influencers. Yeah. We're going to show them our power. Yeah. We're going to put all the memers and the fakers and the, you know, pretentious people that think they're too good for everyone else. And we're going to put them fake ass patriots, fake ass G well, fake ass, <laughs> fake ass patriot grifters. So it'll be a little bit longer. Ass grifters, ass patriots will be one word. I think we need to do this. We can invest that time. I've got a lot of people that are great with video, right? We need to do this. We need to show them you're all freaking losers. You are the reason our nation is going to hell. Call them out. We're millions strong. I mean, I know, I know the people overseas are doing their thing, but we need to do this. Fake ass grifters, fags. <laughs> You know, you should put the speaker should be Ali Akbar in a fucking Taliban thing. Oh my gosh, I'm getting carried away here. But this is the problem that we have in our country right now. People like that. Fake ass grifters, fake ass grifters. That's our problem. So on that note, I want to wish you guys a fabulous evening. I am really going to try hard to get this. It's it's not going to go anywhere. One thing, um, it's not going to go anywhere on the Cuba thing. But one thing I did want to say is, you know, a year ago, months ago, two years ago, I talked about um, South Africa. I told you that that there's, that's their target. Now, <clears throat> I've been praying a lot. I think at one point last night, I was literally wailing. More so not because of just my thoughts with those people because it's really bad. Um, it's really bad. What they're going through is really, really bad. The UN is going to move in now and it's going to be so, tra so tragic, but because I'm also struggling, um, on being nice. Um, I find it very difficult sometimes, you know, where I'm, I don't want to cross that line. Right. I, I, I feel like I want to cross the line because I want to get revenge I want to, you know, hurt someone that's hurt me or hurt the people or something. And, um, and you know, you're right there, right? Now I'm going to overstep that line and I'm going to just, and so I was just like, I was really struggling with that because you know what, no matter how much, you know, you try to make things good you need to leave the punishment to others. You need to leave the punishment to God. I, I know people don't get it. It's, it's a really tough topic for me to discuss right now because this is, this is close to home, but it's kind of like, um, you know, parents that have kids that are drug addicts and, and that's not my problem. Uh, but you know, I, I, I can relate to it because it's the same category. When you uh, want to help someone, 
and you already know that the outcome is not going to be good. You know it because you're just good at knowing things. And you tell your child, right? For example, right? It's not about my child, but you tell your child, I don't think you should try heroin because if you do this, this will cause you harm, right? And instead of your child understanding, hey, you know, maybe mom is right and this has nothing to do with my children. This is just a paraphrase. Usually that child attacks the parent, steals from the parent, discounts the parent, gets really mean to the parent. And I know a lot of people um, that have had relatives, loved ones that are addicts, but it's not just addicts. It's just people in general that you're like, hey, don't cross the street because the bus is going to hit you. And they're like, fuck you. You're such a bitch. Why are you telling me? Are you trying to control where I'm going? And it's like, no, but I can see the bus is going to hit you and it's going to fuck you up real hard. And then they dig their heels in like, you watch. And it's like, all right, I'll watch you die, but I'm not going to help you after that because you've just hit me. So it's really, really hard when you give bonafide loving advice and they respond, you're just trying to show me, you know, or you just think you're right. And it's like, well, I've always been right. And I'm doing it because I care about you. For me, I was struggling so much with that and wanting to lash out in revenge because people talk so much shit. It's like, ooh, maybe I could just drop their emails or this embarrassing Zoom call where they're talking shit about their friend and then drop this other Zoom call. Remember, Zooms were easy to hack, you know, you know, and then just embarrass the shit out of them and drop their DMs and drop their signals and drop this. But then that wouldn't make me any better than they are. So it's all of that swarmed into the death and what is coming for South Africa. What is coming from South for South Africa is so bad. They've literally let lions and tigers and bears, oh my, out to attack people. They are coming from everyone. They are slaughtering people and no one is doing anything. So that way the UN comes in. This is what they want for our nation. It was a really bad night for me yesterday. Lots of struggle, lots of prayer. These people are really in pain. And I said it was going to be bad for South Africa a while back. I really mean it. And, you know, coupled with everything, you know, where it's like, you know, the little things where it's like, I shouldn't focus on this shit. Just let people die on their own sword. Why are you trying to help people? Do you know how many times I thought to myself when I was fighting for the people of that city, Minot, so they don't get tasked with $180 million debt, so there's no eminent domain, so people's houses don't get stolen from them. I worked my ass off, and instead I got lawfare, and they buried me, laughed at me, mocked at me, and harassed me. Do you know how many times I thought to myself, fuck, fuck them. Let them be in misery. But then it's like, that's not a right thing to say. It'll come back. It'll come this, it'll come that. Just stay, be good, work for good, and it works out. Now, it's a, it's a really big struggle. And this is coming from someone, you could believe it or not, that, you know, I used to tell four-star generals what to do, okay? I used to tell foreign dignitaries what to do, okay? I pissed in a solid gold toilet in the Middle East, I've been to palaces. I've been to hanging out with guys while they're fucking around with their harem. 
I've been anywhere you can, you can believe it or not. Right. But that's the type of person I was. So there's nothing that can phase me. I've never been phased like this before. When I focus on compassion, love, and truth. I feel that every time I do good, I get 10 smacks in return. Obviously, because I'm in the devil's playground. It's his turf, right? You do good, they smack you 10 times harder. And that's the way he makes you kneel. You know, I, I've, I've learned that. Because whenever you do something bad, suddenly something good happens. But when you do something good, everything goes wrong. Spiritual suffocation is what I like to call it. Spiritual suffocation. Look at all these people that are ravaged right now around our nation only. Confused as to what sex they are. Have You can face... You can give them facts, tangible shit they can see with their own eyes, touch, feel, taste, and they still can't accept it. Could you imagine being a person like that? I want you to think of that. They, they must struggle so much. I, it's, it's so easy to make fun of them. They do, right? It's so freaking easy to make fun of people like that. But then when you see it, you see, damn. You know, it must suck to be you. You think everyone's out to get you. You think this is the way things are. You know, you kind of feel sorry for people at a point. And you have to kind of <laughs> put things into perspective, right? It's, it's really hard. And it's not going to get easier. You know, those that, that pretend that they're above you. Because I, I think I saw on Gab, someone was responding to praying medic and he said oh thanks for playing and it's like you think this is a game you think this is a fucking game do you think anyone's really gonna go out you know what i could probably foresee it you know those events that they do where they circle jerk each other <laughs> there's gonna be like tons of people wearing tori says shirts just to piss them off. i'm telling you that's gonna happen and they're gonna be really really upset I don't know where to get the t-shirts. The person that created them sent me one. It had like nice glitter lips too. So I'm just saying, because you know what? That's how, that's how God works. He does it in his own time, in his own way, right? That's how he works. And none of us should seek vengeance, right? But we should always be seeking truth and demanding accountability. That's true. Always. It's always, it's going to get very, very ugly. Your nation is not going to look like the nation you envisioned. That was fake anyway. It's going to get really ugly. So tomorrow, I think me, I don't want to talk about South Africa yet. Only because I don't want to speak things into existence because I have faith. I have faith that something may come around. Um, something may, may give. We talked about South Africa before. It's a prime location for geography for what's to come. And it's coupled with, and I think some people caught on. It's coupled with, you know, why is half of the continent of Antarctica not claimed? I mean, how the fuck are we claiming the moon but not land on this planet? But it's not time for the new Antarctica episode yet. It was time when I told you John Kerry was going, and I was right, on time, a year in advance. I told you when we're going to talk, when Kerry goes to Antarctica, there we go. It's not time yet. Because some timelines have shifted. We're going to 
circle back to it. Oh my gosh, we can't, we can't, we can't, we must. Gosh, we're going to circle back to it. Who, who planted that for me? I need to pick me up. I got really, really somber right there. Let's, let's do that. Let's, uh, let's circle back. Let's do the circle back. Let's, let's circle back. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Um, I often note I'm going to circle back. I hate to disappoint conservative Twitter, but I'm going to circle back on a number of things, as we often do directly. I'll circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you. Circle back, circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you, but we will venture to circle back with all of you. Think okay or not? Think. This is such a good question. I have not had the opportunity to dig into that. I'll circle back. It was a massive dump to this day. Everyone tried to figure out where did it come from. I'm not aware of anything, but uh, we'll circle back. As a mom myself, I want to know all the details. I have to circle. Come on, man. I will try to get you an answer on that, and maybe we can talk about it in your circle. I will have to circle back on that one. Incredible. That just gave me a pick me up. It did give me a pick me up. I needed it. That made me laugh so hard. So I'm going to end it with my favorite because the lyrics are getting even more truer and truer every single day. They feel more closer to home and not about just rap, but about everything. Remember, censorship is not about not letting you say what you want. It's about not letting people hear everything. It's about controlling information, and that's all. That is what it's down to. I'll see you guys tomorrow on my new time, 7.30 to 9.30. God bless. I can't be canceled. There's no way that you can stop me. Fully independent. There's no label who can drop me. Y'all been starting rumors. Let me help you with some. Yeah. He's a racist, he's a sexist, he's a Y'all can't cancel me, my life is scandal free.